Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. We're so excited to be here with our friends, Robin, Melanie, and Thomas, the GLAG crew, talking all things about Global Teach Ag. So why don't you guys start off by introducing yourselves, telling us a little about what you do, and your involvement with GLAG. Sure, so I can start. I'm um, Melanie Miller-Foster, and I'm one of the co-founders of the Global Teach Ag Network. And uh, just to be clear, uh, the Global Learning and Agriculture Conference is our signature event. So we're talking about two different things. We're talking about the Global Teach Ag Network, and then we're talking about the conference, which we um, have nicknamed GLAG. So you'll hear a lot of GLAG-related terms tonight. I'm um, a faculty member at Penn State University uh, in international agriculture. And I am Robin McLean. I am a middle school agricultural science teacher in New Jersey. I became involved in GLAG, I think the first year they had a virtual conference that involved a conference in a box. And I am the Global Learning and Agriculture Reads, the GLAG Reads facilitator. And hello everyone, thank you for having us on. My name is Thomas Gable. I'm a junior at Penn State majoring in agricultural and extension education with minors in international agriculture and sustainability leadership. And I've been with the Global Teach Ag Network since the first day I actually stepped on campus. So I've been with them for three years, just helping out in intern, as an intern and undergraduate student. But my main focus is developing GLAG Junior modules and running that program. Awesome. Well, thank you all for being on the podcast today. Um, Nikki and I both attended the GLAG conference last year, I think as our first time attending, um, and it's an awesome conference, but we would just like you to tell the listeners and kind of both Nikki and I too, how GLAG really began. Yeah, it's a really interesting story how this started. So back in 2014, we had a grant project and as part of that grant project, we're supposed to do kind of like a culminating event. Um, of course, it's mandated by the grant, but not funded. <laughs> so um, we were trying to think of ways, you know, that, that that conversation could happen. So of course, you know, we ended up with kind of a traditional structure. We were in a ballroom here um, in Happy Valley. It was November 2014. Um, we uh, had, of course, the people that were involved in our grant project, that was about 18 people. And somehow the word got out that we were having this uh, conversation about how we could leverage global experiences uh, for our students um, back here in our classrooms. That was really the focus of that particular conversation. So, you know, I had reserved a room that I thought was plenty big. And next thing you know, um, you know, we are like bursting at the seams and had to turn people away. So we had over 50 people um, at that first GLAG conference. And after that point, we decided, we're like, wow, like this is a conversation that people really want to have. But nobody has time for another conference. Nobody has money. <laughs> Nobody has the ability, you know, to make another trip and add this to their conference going year. Like it just isn't possible. So that's why way back in 2014, after that first in-person conference, we're like, let's go online. And so it's funny to think about those first conferences because we were really the only people um, that we knew that were operating in this space and trying to envision what an online conference looks like. Of course, now, after 2020, like 
we've been all been to lots of online professional development events and we've seen different organizations handle those situations differently so it's been really cool actually because now people have joined us in this space and we can learn from what others are doing but back at the beginning um, we were really out there by ourselves and over the years we tried a lot of different things some things <laughs> worked well some things were like well that was interesting but let's not do that again. <laughs> so we've um, adapted our offering over the years and it's really grown. Um, that first year, I don't remember the exact statistics, um, but we had we sold less than 100 conference boxes. Um, and I remember we were excited because we had people from 22 different states and maybe like three countries. So it was um, a completely different picture than what we have now. Last year we had, um, it was over 475 participants um, from all over the world and most U.S. states. So it's really grown and changed. It's been a really fun journey. Everyone listening gets the try something and it fails. So um, I love that Glag was doing it before it was cool, though. Online, doing it before online was cool. So basically, for those listening, Global Teach Ag Network is the umbrella that houses the GLAG Conference, GLAG Reads, and GLAG Creates. So those of you listening, we're all keeping up together. Um, so before we move into like the specifics, I would love to hear uh, each of your like favorite part of the GLAG experience. I'll go ahead and get started uh, with this one. Okay, full disclosure, my favorite part of the GLAG experience is the all access conference in a box. Um, so those of you that are listening right now for this year, the conference in a box is sold out, but that does not mean that you can't have the digital access pass to what we are talking about here. So that's important to note. And that registration link will be in the show notes. But um, honestly, I love, you know, seeing what the sponsors have contributed. There's always some sort of food item. I like food. Um, we'll talk about the book uh, later in this podcast. And that's part of what hooked me from that conference in a box. Okay, so now that I shared that my full disclosure is all the goodies. Um, honestly, the other part that I love is the the connections and the sharing, you know, and Melanie um, talked about the fact that it is a global event that we've had people participate from across the globe and getting to connect with them is great. And this year I'm excited. There's a new initiative that's part of GLAG and it's called a GLAGLE. And the first four letters, of course, are the Global Learning and Agriculture, but the GLE at the end stands for Group learning experience. And so this year, um, everyone who has that digital pass for the experience has the opportunity to join a glaggle that will be their community and their connection for the week and, you know, have the opportunity to get together virtually and kind of have these close-knit conference experiences. And so, um, you know, those, those connections are really what's huge for me. Yeah, actually, you know, that's really my favorite part too. So GLAG week is great. It is a celebration of what people have been um, working on and what they've accomplished throughout the year. I love hearing those stories and I love hearing them as they roll in throughout the year. Like I'll get emails from people or I'll see people like normally at conferences or, you know, out in the world and, um, and hear about all the great things that they've been doing. So to me, all of those stories, like those impact stories, like I love celebrating those and that's my favorite part of GLAG. For me personally, it's an authentic learning experience that's set forth by the participants. As a freshman participating in the first time, I'll admit it was a little intimidating for me because you're watching presentations, you're sitting in with sessions of people who have been doing this for longer than you've been alive and have years and years of experience. But that's the thing that's really awesome about this conference is everybody was authentic in the fact that they don't have everything figured out. So here's what we know, here's what we don't know yet, here's the direction we're going. And with 
the asynchronous on-demand presentations being an entryway, it's also really cool for me to then have authentic conversations with those presenters in either a live session throughout the week or on social media. And I've also been able to follow up with some people afterwards, work with them on some outside projects, not during Glag Week. But the biggest thing for me is that authenticity from the participants and then the lasting connections that come from conversations during the week. Awesome, I love that. And I love that all three of you kind of had different experiences that you really enjoy about the conference too. Um, that being said, what is the focus of the GLAG conference this year and why should that matter to educators today? This year's theme is take action. And I feel that, you know, the reason that matters to educators today is because it reminds me as a participant in the experience to go just beyond, you know, soaking it in and to doing something with what I'm learning, you know, to doing something with my students and bringing meeting and global experience to them. I just think what a better year for that theme. I, I mean, we're in a new year, 2020 was rough, but what a, what a great jump start to 2021 and being surrounded by the best individuals to take action with personally. Uh, so, okay, so we're, we're under the Global Teach Ag Network umbrella and one of the items under there is GLAG Reads. So Robin, I think this is the part that I'm really interested in learning more about. Um, those of you that don't have Robin on social media, um, Robin's the reason that Brianna and I signed up last year was just based on your unboxing video. So you're basically famous. <laughs> but um, so those of you listening, go, go um, Facebook friend Robin because she's always got something funny uh, and you'll get to connect with her during GLAG week but GLAG reads is always intrigued me because of your passion uh, about whatever book you're into at the time and so can you tell our listeners um, kind of why that got started so GLAG Reads got started uh, 2018. The conference in a box arrived. It had a book in it. The book was I Will Always Write Back. And after the conference was over, actually partway through the week, I think, I, I thought, well, what do I do with this book that was in this box? Um, and so basically it was, you know, this organic Thing, for lack of a better description, that wasn't necessarily connected to, to what Penn State was doing, other than the fact it was their book in the box. Um, and so I just, I wanted to have a way to connect with other ag teachers, to um, hold myself accountable for reading it. You know, if I had it in this box, if I said to others, hey, let's do this, I would have some modicum of accountability. Um, I wanted others to kind of dive into the book that was in their box and um, help develop that community and, and kind of foster a journey. And what's happened since then is that we've now, you know, Penn State um, and Melanie and Daniel were like, okay, let's let's give Robin a little bit of, of pull in here as we journey forward. And so now we've had the author talks, we've connected with the authors and had that sort of discussion. And so so that's really how it it rolled out. It rolled out as okay, hold me accountable, let me connect with others, and let's do something with this book in the box. And that being said, too, you know, we're teachers, we're busy. Um, I've heard from other teachers too, and it's on my list for 2021 as well to read more because it just never seems like there's enough time for it. Um, with all of our busy schedules, why do you think that GLAG Reads is something that teachers should still participate in and find time for? Um, I think that it, it definitely keeps me fresh and excited about the profession. I, you know, every book I read, uh, even fiction, I, I find something, you know, that I'm able to say, okay, how, how could I use this? What could I do with this? And so, 
you know, that's, that's one of the reasons just to continue to, to feel fresh and inspired in the profession. Um, but also Glag Reads is, is a way to connect with others and to get ideas and inspiration. And, you know, my perspective as I read might be different than someone else's. And so hearing how they're applying some of the action steps or what they're doing. And I think one of the, the nice aspects is, you know, it's flexible in that, Yes, we're going to have an author talk as a culminating event. Um, the pieces are still getting under works for a midway panel um, this year, which would be something new that we haven't had in the past. But the discussion prompts, you know, it's not like, okay, you have to be at this Zoom session or at this, you know, webinar at this time. If you're someone who at one o'clock in the morning, you can't sleep, well, hop on to the discussion board and share your thoughts. And this year, and we'll see how it goes, but this year we're trying a new platform. Um, we're using something called Book Clubs, which will still have our Facebook page, which also is noted in the show notes. Um, we'll have that Facebook page, but the book clubs will really be the way that we have that discussion with each other. And so that's going to be a, a new feature. And again, that flexibility of your own time um, and that, that connectedness to others. Now this year's book is Teach Boldly. So I'm interested about this and I had seen this book prior to you posting about it being this year's book and I had almost bought it. So what's something that you consider special about this book? Cause I purely wanted to buy it because the cover is pretty like full disclosure. Um, the cover is beautiful and I've been known to pick up books and buy them because of that. So you probably have a way more eloquent way to describe why it's special than the cover's pretty. Um, well, serendipity is my answer. Okay, that's that's also <laughs> um, not a way better way, but honestly, um, a serendipity, I think, is what happened with this. I met Jen Williams, who's the author at an ed camp. Um, and if none of you have ever been to an ed camp, go to ed camps, even in virtual world, there's virtual ed camps. Um, so I met Jen Williams at an ed camp. Um, she was talking about sustainable development goals and her connection to sustainable development goals. And so that background that she had made me think, oh, you know, maybe something she's written could be a good Glag Reads book. Um, you know, and I had shared that with, with the the planning team. And so we decided on the book, not knowing, you know, a lot about or diving into Jen as a person. And then this is where the serendipity happened. You know, we all, the theme was already chosen for take action for GLAG 21. And as we chose the book and started to talk to Jen, it was discovered that she actually spearheads an effort called take action as her focus and so you know just that whole complete serendipity um, but something that I find special so to speak about this book is that it's really full of action steps um, the first book you know that I, I started glag reads with was oh, I will always write back and it was a nice it was a nice book it was a good book it gave me perspective um, but uh, last year's book, as well as this year's Teach Boldly, there's action steps. You know, there are resources, there are ways that I, as a teacher, can think, okay, how can I engage my students? And honestly, when it comes to professional experiences, isn't that what a lot of it is about? What can I do to help make the experience richer for my students? Now, can someone not participating in the conference still participate in GLAG Reads? Melanie, help support me with this answer, please. Sorry, that wasn't on the talking points. We went rogue. <laughs> um, that's a great question. I think, um, you know, the, the idea behind GLAG and then all of the other um, events around GLEG is that it's, you know, anchored in this, um, you know, overarching professional development journey. And so that is a roundabout way of saying we'd love for you to register for GLEG. Uh, but if you somehow miss that opportunity, you know, we're not going to deny you the opportunity for great professional development throughout the year. So um, it's easiest and most efficient if you um, get in with us um, and, and sign up for GLAG Reads as part of the GLAG conference. But otherwise, we, you know, 
we're a team of human beings that care about teachers, so we'll figure out a way otherwise. Well, in virtual conference, you can do the, uh, the it's $25 registration right now. You won't get the conference in the box that includes the book, but you can easily or, uh, order Teach Boldly, go someplace um, in your local community and purchase that book as well. Um, so let's move on to, sorry, Rob, I'm going to put you on the spot there. <laughs> um, it's all good. I just wanted to make sure the, uh, the yeah. true spearhead and, you know, the one who gets paid to lead this effort gave the answer. <laughs> good, good. Well, everybody listening is going to want to do GLAG Reads and GLAG Conference, so it'll be simple. Let's move over to GLAG Junior with Thomas. Um, so can you just share some success stories of kind of how teachers have been involved in the GLAG Junior program? Absolutely. And to give a little context before diving into some success stories, GLAG Junior is set up in conjunction with the GLAG Conference. So educator registers for the GLAG Conference. They get awesome professional development throughout the week. And then they can enroll and sign up for GLAG Junior, which then provides them online modules relating to topics they've heard throughout the week, like food security or the sustainable development goals that they can then plug in and adapt and play with in their classrooms or in a virtual classroom setting. And this really came about from a teacher was showcasing the live event to their students. And that wasn't necessarily the intent of the live event. Uh, the Global Teach Ag staff was like, wait, 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 this is designed for professional development for teachers. And that can be a lot to digest for high school, middle school students, because it's not being broken down to a digestible level like that. So this program, this supplemental program, came out of that idea of how can we support educators further from taking their professional development into something that they can plug and go with in their classrooms. And that's been some of the success stories is teachers using these modules, like last year, the food security module, I heard a lot of good feedback from teachers of saying, hey, students didn't really realize that this was something that affected their local communities too. They didn't realize that not only was it a, a global issue, but there's people in my county, in my town, in my city, that are also struggling with food insecurity. But the other awesome success stories actually stem from our grant program associated with GLAG Junior. So we've been framing this as modules into moments. So we have our modules and we have six of them this year which I'll dive into those just in a second. But we have modules, they give context and learning experiences for students, but then there is opportunity for a, to apply for a $500 mini grant to take everything they've learned and go and do something in their community that will increase global competency and understanding of global concepts. In the first year that we rolled out GLAG Junior, the grant program, we had a school in Maryland that got to take those funds and go forth and do an Oxfam hunger banquet. Then last year, we were able to fund five different groups. Two of them have completed their projects so far. COVID has been impacting timelines for different schools and making it very difficult. Uh, we've had one in Pennsylvania that actually was originally planning on taking different foods from all over the world and showcasing them in their ag classrooms and taking an angle like that and then talking about food insecurity. That got changed, obviously, because you could not do shared food tasting in the land of COVID. And, but that got changed into five different sessions where they talked about the sustainable development goals, food insecurity, and they were able to impact 185 different people, not just students, but also community members. And then the other project that's been completed so far was a school in Montague in Montague, Michigan, they took the funds, invested it in their school garden and created a program that they raise the food in their school garden, identify areas and individuals who would use that food and have streamlined a process to combat food insecurity in their local community. So those have been the real big success stories that warm our hearts and the fact that we can see actual impact coming out of these modules that they learned it they applied, we gave them the funds, and they are going and changing and impacting lives in their community. And it's students doing this too. It's not just 
the educator coming in there, like the students write the grant, they get the money and they go forth and conquer with assistance from their educator. So those have been the big wins of our program thus far. I just think that's such an awesome opportunity, like for students to be involved with it too. And I think, I guess not speaking for every educator, but I definitely can be better about teaching more global, global concepts with my students um, so that they don't have such a narrow view of, we live in the small town and that's all that there is. Um, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit already, but how do you think that teachers can use Glag Junior to help their students connect to more of a global community, like I said, and, and think outside of their community or their state? Yeah, the first step with that is the structure of the modules, because right off the bat, we're talking global, and we try to get as soon as possible the idea in their head that learning about global concepts and expanding your own global competency can be done right at home, right in your own classroom. You don't need to travel. You can learn and expand upon that knowledge and skill set right where you're at. So the modules that we have this year give educators a variety of different ways that they can approach that. We have three fundamental modules. So what is food insecurity? What are the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals? And what is global competency? Then we have our grand challenges slash wicked issues modules. This year, they're focused on water quality and access, which is sustainable development goal six. And then we have one entitled partnerships for peace, which is related to sustainable development goal 16, which deals with conflict and peace. So we have those five so far, and then we have a thematic module take action relating directly to the conference theme. That's about goal setting, action planning, kind of tying everything else together. So all those together gives educators an opportunity to lay that foundational framework of what are these global concepts. But also, we provide check-in opportunities throughout the modules for students to connect with other students across the globe. So in the past, we've had student groups in the United States, but also Kenya and Honduras register for this. And Last year, we used a platform called Lenoit where they posted sticky notes and could see what other people said. The first year we did this, we actually used Flipgrid as a way to get connection, but we didn't find a lot of success at that because the exposure of Flipgrid was a lot different in 2019 as opposed to now in 2021. So we're actually going to revert back to our original platform that we liked a lot because now educators have grown a lot more familiar with that program and how to use Flipgrid and things like that. So to tie that all back together, the modules are set up just for educators to plug and go and talk about those concepts, but we provide an opportunity for students to connect with each other from all across the globe and engage in these conversations together. And I think that's something that's really exciting for students and educators alike. And I'm sure, I mean, those of you listening, yeah, it's a module, but once you dig into that, I'm sure there's a way to modify it for your learning situation right now. Uh, if you're not gonna, you know, dig into that uh, until later on in the school year and learning looks different for you then, uh, like Brianna and I are face-to-face -face versus Robin is virtual, um, I think there's probably a lot of flexibility and it makes me think of using different platforms that kids are into like Minecraft would be super fun to incorporate into that and have them create a sustainable world. Um, I, I think there's just so much potential there that we could probably talk about this all night, but what are some of the student perks? Obviously there's a ton of teacher perks, but what are the student perks of participating in GLAG Junior? I would think the, Biggest perk from a student level would be that opportunity to connect with other people and hear their perspective from across the globe. The students like to talk to other students. Like that's a big thing of feedback that we got from last year with that Lenoit platform and the sticky notes being shared is that students would be like, oh my goodness, somebody from Honduras posted on there and they said something very similar to what I said. Or, oh my gosh, this student from New Jersey or Maryland or Kentucky had this really unique perspective that I didn't think about. So that's one big thing. The second thing that we are working and developing and rolling out this year, this being our third year of GLAG Junior programming, is opportunity for students to get digital badges. So there'll be different check-ins and different assessment tools plugged into the different modules, and we will then be able to provide students 
with digital badges that they can take and put on their resumes and portfolios moving forward. And if you get a group of students or a couple of students that are really into it, it all comes full circle with that grant program. And I should have plugged this in earlier because this was a really exciting piece of news that came from this past year. Our grant program is now sponsored by one of our global learning patrons and partners, Corteva AgriScience. And we're so thankful that they're partnering with us to help make student dreams and projects a success and a reality. But coming back around to that, if students have an awesome idea when they're working through these modules, they can take that and make that a reality while picking up badges and meeting new friends along the way. So they got stuff that they can put on their resumes and portfolios with the, with the badges, new connections, and they also can take their big ideas and actually go and do them with their friends. Thank you for sharing about that, Thomas. And I think too, like thinking back, I mean, I haven't been out of college that long, but um, what a great experience for you while you're still in college to be a part of this and connect with students and educators and um, kind of dive deeper into global ag as well. Um, but kind of moving on to GLAG Creates. So Melanie, can you kind of explain what that program is? Yeah, so super excited about GLAG Creates. Um, I do actually want to just take a minute and talk a little bit um, and expand upon something that Thomas said. Um, you know, we're talking about global. And, you know, I am one of your fellow native North Dakotans, and I started my global education in North Dakota. And that may not seem very likely unless you think that I was making a lot of trips to Canada, which I was. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, I had a lot of exposure to people from around the world from a very young age through 4-H. My dad was a 4-H educator and, um, you know, worked to help uh, coordinate the IFI program, which was the 4-H exchange program at the time. And so we had people from all over the world come and stay with us at our house. And even as a little kid, I remember these people who kind of maybe spoke differently than me. Um, you know, they were sharing um, their food with us. They, you know, I remember learning how to play backgammon, um, you know, from somebody. And so there were all of these kind of intercultural interactions that really piqued my interest to learn more about people from around the world. And so I think, you know, that's, this is important as we talk about all our GLAG programming, because, you know, I know that there's a lot of teasing about people from some of these very rural states. Like, how are you gonna learn about the world from rural North Dakota? And I'm here to say like, yeah, we can, we just have to be really intentional about it. And so what we talk about through the GLAG conference is how to be intentional using the resources that we have. So I'll get off my soapbox and I will now talk about GLAG Creates, which is one of those things that you can do from anywhere in the world. So food security, it is a problem that has been worsening actually for, um, of course, during the entire course of COVID, but actually even before that, global food security numbers were rising. We actually have a really pernicious food insecurity problem here in the United States. And so when we're talking about this global issue, when we use the word global, it includes the United States, and also all the other countries around the world. And you know, this is, this is a real issue and there's a lot of emotion around this. Like, you know, this is something that can light a fire in students. You know, they can understand the injustice of people not having enough food to eat. They themselves may have some experience with food insecurity. And so what GLAG Creates does, it gives us a way to attend to these emotions. So GLAG Creates is a partnership with uh, Poetry X Hunger, which is a movement uh, largely driven by Hiram LaRue, who lives in Maryland. And in his retirement, he's really focused on encouraging poets of all ages to write po poetry focused on hunger and food insecurity. So our GLAG Creates program, uh, 
Well, first of all, we offer a free poetry module. So I understand as a non-poet myself, I would feel very scared to try to teach poetry, say in my agriculture classroom or in my science classroom. So we do have a module that um, students can work through on their own time, um, uh, walking them towards uh, writing a poem. About, and it also includes food security information. So they can gain an understanding of food insecurity, like what we're you know, trying to target them and you know, discuss. And then also like a lot of kind of the details um, about uh, getting them to write a poem. So we have the module and then we also are running our very own poetry contest. So we have three different age divisions. So people of any age can submit a poem. So, you know, Nikki or Brianna, if you wanna submit a poem next year, you certainly can do that. Um, we also hope that educators will run their own poetry contests in their classrooms. So every GLAG registration comes with three entries into our GLAG Creates Poetry Contest. And then um, we, what we will do is we'll have food security notable people um, read those poems, the winning poems, um, and those will be uh, released out on social media. And we will we're gonna have two events during the week. We're gonna have a, a food security focused poetry cafe. So poetry cafe is gonna be um, on Tuesday um, at seven Eastern. And um, that's uh, Tuesday, February 9th at 7 Eastern. And that will be the winner sharing their poems as well as other individuals who'd like to read um, a food security focused poem. So that'll be kind of like a poetry slam. And then uh, we hope to inspire more educators to participate. And so we will have a kind of a training session on Thursday, February 11th at 7 Eastern. So you can learn about our modules and a little bit more about the poetry contest. And um, the next poetry uh, contest deadline, we're just gonna keep it the same every year. It's gonna be December 1st. Uh, so it'll be December 1st, 2021 will be the next deadline. Can I wow, jump in right here because Melanie yeah, we'll um, gave me two thoughts that I think are really important to uh, discuss related to this conference. Uh, one of those is Melanie mentioned 4-H and although it's called the Global Learning in Agriculture Conference and you know Here by the Owl is definitely geared toward agriculture teachers, it's important to keep in mind that the conference itself, you know, the Global Learning in Agriculture experience is not just for agriculture teachers and so luckily Melanie Melanie saying 4-H reminded me, you know, that extension educators can benefit from this experience as well. And then as, um, you know, Melanie mentioned the poetry, it, you know, triggered the thought with me that very often as agriculture teachers, we're, we're able to try to live in our silo. And this is a great opportunity to say to the English teacher, hey, here's an experience that we have. How can we partner? What can we do together? And invite them to the digital conference. Even if, you know, even if they're not buying their own pass, come, come sit with me on Tuesday and hear this poetry. Come sit with me on Thursday and hear what it is that they are saying. And, you know, and I think, and I appreciate the fact that, you know, Melanie triggered those two thoughts for me to get me thinking about it's, Yes, it's called global learning and agriculture, but it's big picture because, you know, uh, food insecurity, hunger, sustainable development goals, they are cross-cutting. And so um, what, what we talked about with this, again, you'll be able to find that in the show notes. And if you visit the GLAG Creates page, there is a link that takes you to some of that Poetry X uh, exper experience. Yeah, that's such a good point. So, I mean, a ton of opportunity here for you to learn and celebrate a skill that some of your students have that you probably don't know about. A few of my kids come to mind. Um, a great opportunity for cross-curricular work and a community partnership um, just off of this one aspect of GLAG, and there's so many more opportunities. Uh, so, I guess that being said, I get, how do you think that GLAG Creates could be used to help ag? I mean, you mentioned a little bit, um, but let's focus on that because 
primarily our listeners are ag teachers, you know, so how can, how can this help agriculture and ag teachers in general? Yeah, I think that, you know, there's a lot of potential here. I think um, when we're specifically talking about food security, I think we have to realize that agriculture plays a huge role. Like if you watch that TV show, Big Bang Theory, and um, those like uh, physics guys, you know, they're all like, oh, everything relates to physics. It's the foundational science. And I'm like, yeah, but you had to eat breakfast before you could think about physics. We're the foundational science. So as we think about any of those grand challenges that are outlined in the sustainable development goals, whether it's food security, whether it's clean water, biodiversity, agriculture has a role to play in all of those. But we need to recognize that agriculture isn't gonna be able to solve any of these challenges alone. We have to know how to work um, with other disciplines. And I think that really starts with our youth. And so uh, modeling some of these interdisciplinary connections for our learners, I think this is like the biggest benefit of something like Lag Creates. And, you know, like I said, these things are emotional. Um, and there's a, this is an opportunity for reflection. And so we can think about very deeply, you know, everyone can think about their role in, in what they're going to do in the future to help be a part of the solution for some of these intractable problems. I mean, they seem so hard and so, you know, just wicked. That's why we use the word wicked for these. Um, you know, that they're never gonna be solved by any one individual. So we need to learn how to work together. We need to understand that all disciplines have a role to play. And um, I think we need to model that for our students. And so that's really what we're doing with Glide Creates. And with this being the newest kind of program of uh, the Glide Conference, what are you most excited about with Glide Creates? It's a great question. Well, so first of all, we have a really great group of educators who we worked with in order to develop our poetry module. So we did have actual English teachers, um, you know, like help us. We weren't just like stabbing in the dark about how to write poems. Um, but, you know, bringing this group of people together and then, um, you know, having the privilege of kind of picking their brains they came up with a great idea for the prizes. And I'm excited about this. We're like, oh man, what could we give the winners in the pandemic? Like, you know, it's really hard. Of course, you all know, like the pain of purchase orders and like what we can buy through our institutions. We're like, what can we possibly buy that, you know, students might actually want for a prize? And they said, no, you're going about this all wrong. What they really want is recognition. And so I'm thrilled that we're going to have really awesome food security uh, notable people that will be reading um, these winning poems. And so it's gonna bring a lot of visibility to the Glide Conference and what we're trying to do. At the same time, um, you know, food security famous people aren't like that famous. So our students are gonna have to go like look these up. What is a World Food Prize Laureate? I hope that this inspires you know, the kids. I think that this is like um, really, you know, showing students what is possible for them in their future careers. So I'm really excited about that. I, I just, I can't believe this started in a small conference room with 50 people. I mean, you guys are doing some amazing things and, um, and making these big wicked problems uh, digestible for teachers, because sometimes we don't, oh, I mean, we don't know how to approach those in the classroom and definitely digestible for our kids. And I, I just love getting kids involved in the community. And, you know, I always remind my kids that you can make a difference even when you're from small town center, North Dakota. So Melanie, when you said that earlier, I mean, that's what inspires kids is when they can turn around and make an impact and see what that does. And even if their impact isn't global, uh, you've got to start that inspiration someplace because those are the kids, those are the people solving these problems um, someday. So we threw a lot at people. I want, I want to first, um, if they have questions, 
How can they get in contact with you? And then we're going to wrap up with just uh, when GLAG is, how they can register, you know, the final important details uh, for the listeners. So start with how they can get in contact with you guys. Well, great. Um, I, this is Melanie, and my email address is super easy. I'm melanie at psu.edu. So just drop me a line. And I can be found on Twitter at R.C. McLean, and that is spelled M-C-L-E-A-N. Um, and also on uh, email, the best is to use mclean.robin.c at gmail.com. Now, Nikki did mention my Facebook, and you are more than welcome to friend me on Facebook. I share all things I'm passionate about, so just be prepared if you, uh, if you end up trying to do that, that you might be in for a, a hill of adventure. And I can be contacted both by email at tsg5162 at psu.edu and on Twitter at Gable, spelled G-A-B-E-L, underscore Thomas. And additionally, if you just want to stay connected with everything we do Global Teach Ag, we can be found at Global Teach Ag on most social media platforms. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we have a YouTube channel, we're on LinkedIn. So if you're really interested in what we're doing and want to learn more and stay up to date with us, be sure to check out Global Teach Ag on those platforms. All right. And so February 8th through the 12th is the conference. Those of you listening, if you missed out on the conference in the box, that's okay because you can still register uh, for the digital access. Where can they, where can they register for that? Great, yeah, so the link for our registration is actually on our website, which will be in the show notes. That registration will be open until February 5th, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I just wanna mention a little bit about um, February 8th through 12th. Yes, there are live events during, during that entire week. Uh, Monday through Thursday, there are lots of the side events. Like I mentioned the Poetry Cafe, I mentioned the Poetry Training Session. There are lots of other sessions um, where you um, actually have the opportunity to interact with some of the individuals on whatever the topic is that they're talking about. We have great partners and patrons who are putting on these sessions. And so those will be happening live throughout the week. We also offer on-demand presentations Monday through Thursday. So those you can watch at your leisure. You can ask questions and the presenters um, will be able to answer them you know, asynchronously. And then Friday is our big live event. And so on Friday afternoon, we are live. Um, and I should note then that that's also recorded. So sometimes we have people say like, oh, I just can't do that week, I'm so busy. Or sometimes they'll say, I'm traveling. Nobody's saying that this year. <laughs> but um, just to let you know that um, most of the things are available um, and, you know, because they're recorded and they're released to people who register um, shortly after the conference is over. So if you can't make something, um, or you, you, know, you feel like you're overwhelmed that week, just know that some of the conference is still available by recording. Awesome. And also, if, if you're oh, yeah. sitting on the fence, you know, if you're sitting here and saying, okay, I've heard that in order to have my students get the experience of GLAG Junior and get the experience of GLAG Creates and for me to engage and connect with GLAG Reads, if you are sitting on the fence right now and saying, man, is my $25 digital pass worth it? Then I encourage you um, in the show notes, there is a link to the week at a glance. And so I encourage you to scroll through the agenda and see what sort of um, experiences are going to be there on demand, you know, and what some of those side events are and think, okay, if I'm not doing it for my students, if I'm not doing it for the connections, what might I do for myself? And the great thing about that week in a glance is it even has a little feature that you can add to your calendar and put it right in your calendar so you get the alert. Yes. And I also just want to let you know, we have almost every state registered except 
six. So I'm going to tell you the six states. And if you are a person from one of these states, just know we would love to have you register and start a movement in your state. So please register and please invite other educators in your state to register. So the six states where we don't have GLAG 21 registrants from are Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and West Virginia. All right. Well, you guys are called out. If you're from that, those states, you just pa pause this, go register, come back to us. Okay. I think that's a great thing to do during your prep period tomorrow. Uh, so uh, help the GLAG crew out and let's get all the states. That would be fabulous. If you know somebody from that state, uh, share this episode with them. Uh, and if you're going and you know someone from that state or someone from your state, um, encourage them to join with you because the more the merrier. Robin talked a lot about uh, getting connected with other educators. So the more people you can connect with, the better. So again, February 8th through the 12th, uh, the $25 uh, digital pass is uh, available until February 5th. You get the live events, the on-demand events, uh, GLAG Creates, GLAG Junior, GLAG Reads, all the GLAG fun, all for $25. I mean, I think we answered their question right there is if their $25 is worth it. So you guys, thanks so much for being here tonight. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, yeah, thanks thanks so for having us. I, I love to share the GLAG passion. <laughs> Me yes. too. We could talk about it all night. <laughs> <laughs> one one final note just with our our supplemental programs of glag so we have we're gonna have between like 400 500 maybe plus people registered for the conference we have a sign up form for our supplemental programs so glaggle the group group learning experience throughout the week glag reads glag jr just so we have a, those in a smaller database so that's also going to be in the show notes for you too so just wanted to slide that in there real quick yeah, so those of you listening, check the show notes. Uh, so many great resources from the crew here tonight. And if you have questions, uh, reach out to them. They would love to walk you through and help you um, get your GLAG uh, experience off to a good start. Uh, if you enjoyed this uh, episode, feel free to leave us a review. Uh, tag a friend, tag us at Here by the Owl podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next week with a new episode.